Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. Mother Teresa, Come Be My Light, The Private Writings of the Saint of Calcutta, Appendix B, Retreat Notes, 1959, Continued, Ninth Day. Under the patronage of the holy martyrs and virgins, aim to finalize all my resolutions and to be quite definite about what Christ expects from me. Examination. My duties of state. Do I observe all my rules? Mother answers, one rule I don't observe, the going with a companion. I do it with a purpose. A sister would be very tired, etc., if she had to go to so many places. Do I give my best effort to the different duties and works assigned to me? Mother answers, Letter writing, I do with a great effort. Do I show preference for one work rather than another? Mother writes, No. Do I let everybody know when the work I have is not liked by me? Mother writes, no. Do I avoid interfering in another's work? Mother writes, yes. Do I pray for the success of the work of the other sisters? Mother writes, very much. Readings. Imitation of Christ, Book 3, Chapter 54. Reflection. Be ye perfect, as your heavenly Father is perfect. Matthew 5, 48. Mother writes at the bottom, For the love of Jesus, please destroy every paper. I don't know why he wants me to open my soul to you. I do it because I can't refuse. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Angels of God, our guardians, dear, to whom God's love commits us here. Ever this day be at our side, to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen. O sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. Saint Philip Neri, gentle God of youth, patron of thy own. Vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, Amen. Why did Mother Teresa write letters if it was a great effort to her? Because Jesus wanted it. Mother Teresa did not make the effort of something to be the reason she did or didn't do something. If it was easy or it was hard, that wasn't the primary criteria. What really mattered was what the Lord wanted. Notice, she even gave these notes to Father Picacci, her handwritten answers to his questions, because she was convinced that Jesus wanted her to open her soul to him. She says, I can't refuse. 
I can't refuse the Lord. There was his inner compulsion. And yet she wanted him to destroy those notes. She didn't want anyone else to know about them. But thank goodness he didn't destroy them. Because they give this wonderful insight into Mother. Here we are at the end of this book. And the final thing we're given in the Appendix B is these notes. And they summarize for us at this moment in her life where she was in the spiritual life. And if we're tempted to be too rigid, if we're tempted to stick to the letter of the law in every circumstance, let's notice what Mother says here. She says, yes, the rule says you have to go out with a companion. But she, as the superior general, in principle, could dispense, even herself, I guess. But that's not what she says. She doesn't say she dispenses herself. She's not saying the rule is bad. She says that she has a good reason for not keeping it. And the good reason is charity. The reason is it would be a burden to the sisters. They had to go everywhere she had to go. Now, why does God send out his followers two by two? And why did the religious orders typically send you out with a companion? Well, for spiritual protection, to keep someone from going where they shouldn't go, for support, for encouragement. And of course, if mother thought that she could meet all those concerns without a companion, and it would burden a companion, so she dispensed with it. In other words, we need to be flexible. We need to have this virtue by which we realize that a strict keeping of a rule in a certain circumstance might actually undermine the purpose of the rule. And this kind of justice in which we have so interiorized the rules that God has given us, the rules the church has, we so interiorized the purpose of the rule, the goal of the rule, that when we realize that a strict following of the letter would be counterproductive to what the law is set up for. And when we can't consult the person who made the law for whatever reason, then the virtuous thing is to not be so strict with the letter so that we achieve what the law wants. Because remember, rules, laws are general things that are set up for the most part. And a lawgiver, a rule giver, could not set up the rule having seen every single circumstance, every single situation. And so sometimes we have to, with the help of the Holy Spirit, to have this virtue of flexibility. But notice something else about Mother. She not only has great prudence, great justice with regard to herself, She's also very strict with herself in terms of interfering with other people. She lets her sisters do their work. Here she is the foundress. Here she is the superior. And she's not micromanaging. Far from that, she prays that the sisters' work will flourish. She's not the kind of leader who wants all the glory for herself. She's not the kind of leader 
that has to have her finger in every pie and that everything has to be her initiative. No, she wants her sisters to become saints. She's not jealous. She's not envious. And she certainly does not make a display of self showing that she's not happy with some work. She doesn't indicate preferences. She doesn't indicate that she doesn't like something. Her concern is not to impress her sisters. Her concern is not to make them think she's great. Her concern is to love Jesus and to love all those that he has given her. O oh Lord, open our minds tonight to the connection that we have with other people. Help us to see those to whom you've entrusted to us. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.